Welcome to 9 to 5 Mac Daily for December 27th. Today is Tuesday. Hey, Seth, how are you? I'm doing good. Teach me about Apple. Sure. So I'm Zach. We're filling in for Chance this week as well. And uh, hey, hey, Seth, you're a TikToker, right? You're like TikTok uh, famous. I, I used to do, uh, I've dabbled in the TikToks. You're a TikTok and, dabbler. And you're talking about dance? posting? Are you talking about posting TikToks or consuming uh, a very unhealthy amount of it? Because I do. Yes. I've done both. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's a good thing you're not a member of the U.S. House of Representatives because Reuters reports that uh, the U.S. House of Representatives administration has uh, banned TikTok from official devices. So if you're a house member and you have a work device, you cannot have TikTok installed on your phone. This is because um, ByteDance is a Chinese company and there's uh, security risks, they say, national security interests are at risk. Um, and then wider, I think on this, the spending bill, the omnibus bill um, that the president signing, signed, signing, I don't know. Sign, signing, uh, signed, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, signed. I, uh, I should, I I should th- know that. But, yeah, uh, I, I I think that that bill includes a provision to ban TikTok from government, like federal government devices. So, or, or at least of the executive branch. And then, if you zoom even further out, then there's a lot of pressure on Congress to to do something, even just the the president to do something about TikTok and and allow it in the U.S. So, uh, I think 2023. Here's a prediction. It'll be the year that this gets resolved or doesn't. I boldly predict. <laughs> it's a no, bold I, prediction. Yeah, I think there's going to be some 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 movement here in in the next year. Whether it's um, more <laughs> separation between the the Chinese company ByteDance and the U.S. Um, you know ver- version of it, or, or or even if it actually does get banned. You know that was that was the thing a few years ago was was um, talk of a ban and. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> it didn't happen, but we're, we're here again. I feel um, like it's like it's like a band's mm-hmm. coming around the corner every month for the last like thirty six months. Yeah, uh, Japan. We have two Japan stories today, Seth. The first one is about AirTag. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So in Japan, they are celebrating uh, New Year celebration in Japan. It's the year of the rabbit. That's pretty cool. And they're celebrating with special gift cards and a special edition AirTag that has not just like a cute rabbit emoji, but also some illustration on either side of the of the face. So pretty cool. I like this. I'm gonna not gonna go to Japan for it, but you know, if anybody's in Japan and just happens to have an AirTag <laughs> limited edition. Uh, <laughs> great job. Great great job. That's all I'm saying so, is congratulations. Someone's going to set up a, a third-party importing on, you know, black market for, for Japanese. I would say that these are... AirTags. Yeah, I, I think these are more exclusive and valuable than the Hermes AirTags. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And the best thing the about Hermes having... Watch. Yeah, the best thing about having a special edition AirTag, Seth, is that... You can't really lose it. I mean, the whole thing yeah. is unlosable. Well, you could lose it in the battery could die. Yeah. Well, protect <laughs> your tags. <laughs> yeah, we'll come back to Japan in a moment. Um, this is a story that is out of another country as well. I'm not sure which. I'm not going to name the country, but there is this company that uses the name Pebble. It's not that Pebble, and they are no. making. Uh, I get. I'd call it an iWatch. It's not an Apple Watch. 
it looks exactly like the Apple Watch Ultra color scheme and everything, but it runs its own operating system. It has five day battery life. Uh, hmm. Interesting. <laughs> it's a smartwatch. Yeah. It's it's a smartwatch. Yeah. Is and it? okay. It's forty eight dollars. Does it run? Uh, does it run Pebble OS? What the other not, Pebble? Not that. Not that Pebble. <laughs> yeah. No. They're going to charge know. about $48 for it, which they say is almost a 50% discount. So that's pretty competitive. <laughs> to almost, a fi- almost a 50% discount. Okay. Apple Watch Ultra. Yeah. Uh, it's, well, it's just, yeah. <laughs> well, Don't you buy this, buy one. You can just buy it. Review it. Let's review it. Let's see which, which yeah. Ultra is better. Yeah. They say it's uh, designed with perfection. So... I, I bet Ooh. it is. <laughs> they on some on some of the screens they show the complications running off the screen. Like it doesn't actually fit. So the the text goes off of the screen and it's the watch face itself. So oh oof. nice yeah yeah. So if you That's got one true. of these for Christmas, <laughs> don't try returning it to an Apple store. It's not real. Uh, <laughs> iPad Mini Seven news. This is going to be news for two thousand and twenty three. No, four. That's because four. Ming-Chi Kuo says that um, we probably won't see a new iPad mini, we call it iPad mini 7, come about in this upcoming year. And this was the iPad mini that was launched at the, I think the end of 2021. Sounds right to me. And uh, the reason so, I don't know, I guess it's it's doing well on its own right now. Um, but Kuo called it unlikely to release one. He said that he, he believes it will be 2024. Um Maybe, <laughs> uh, and and the difference between the iPad Mini Six and and, and Mini Seven uh, is simply the the processor inside. For now, maybe there'll be some changes when we get closer to next next year. Um, but for now, it will be an upgrade to um, a, a newer chip than what's in it right now. So I don't think this is anything to to wait for. Uh, more interestingly, Quo mentions the rumored foldable tablet. So, so you know, uh, Android phones, phone makers have been doing foldable phones for uh, several years now. Apple is expected to skip the whole phone thing, but do a foldable tablet because because there's just more <laughs> more value there. If you can make your 15 inch iPad fold down into a pocket friendly thing, then then that's more I think compelling than a a small foldable phone sized thing so so there's that and he, he believes that will come in 2025 um, i haven't seen rumors that this would be the replacement for the ipad mini but quo says that's unlikely so if anyone had thought that quo says no because it will be more expensive than the um 500 ipad mini which is perfectly logical um, one of our most hot popular stories this this week is from our colleague Felipe Esposito. He wrote an article entitled "These Camera Settings Can Help You Take Better Photos and Videos on Your iPhone." And uh, I, I don't know. I guess <laughs> they're good. So are if, they? If you, I, you must tell me. I don't. I, what are they? Grid, Pro Raw, ProRes, Mirror Front Camera, Micro Control, Change the Video Resolution, Preserve Settings, Bonus, Swipe Up for More. Swipe Up for More? What is that? Oh, that's like the, the little panel. So check out that story. We'll have it linked. It's on the top of 9to5Mac in the featured grid for now. Here's the other Japan story. Okay. And, and I'll, I'll, I, I, <laughs> I'm ready for I'm waiting for this Japan story. All I'll say is, is uh, irony exists in that I wrote a story about Apple being slapped with a $98 million bill for back taxes. That's what I've got. So uh, in Japan, Apple Japan, uh, they were not 
charging customers a sales tax, a consumption tax. They were giving exemptions when they were not supposed to. Um, part of this is that it's not super clear on, well, it's clear, but it's hard to enforce what gets exempt and what doesn't. For example, if you're in Japan for six months or less, then you are exempt from paying consumption taxes on things like electronics, I believe. Um, so that's that's encouraging you to, to be a tourist. They also do not allow this consumption uh, tax exemption for um, bulk purchases, so resellers, and especially not um, foreign bulk resellers. And so Apple had been flagged um, by tax authorities in Tokyo for um, for not paying, you know, about a hundred billion dollars and a hundred million dollars in taxes. So I think they're going to write a check for that. They're going to amend their tax return, and and they stopped doing tax exemptions at all. I think uh, over the summer. Obviously, for this reason, so um, that, it was kind of closing kinda... the biggest tax loophole for yeah. for tourists in Japan. Apparently, you go there, yeah. get your iPad, and come back. That's where so you go pay- buy a Mac Pro. Well, you're paying your tax on your on your Bunny Rabbit Air tag, so it's that's cool. Uh, <laughs> we are sponsored this week by Tailscale. Setting up a virtual private network is time consuming, and it requires a lot of IT support to configure, roll out, and manage. But it doesn't have to be that way, and that's where Tailscale comes in. Tailscale runs anywhere and lets you create a secure mesh network that you can use to easily manage access to private resources or give teams and individuals secure access to those resources without exposing them to the public internet. Connections between devices on your Tailscale network, or the Tailnet, are automatically authenticated and encrypted. Tailscale allows teams to stay connected at all times with dynamic endpoint discovery and the ability to work from anywhere with exit nodes that route and encrypt traffic when teams are using an untrusted Wi-Fi connection. To learn more and to sign up for Tailscale for free, hit the link in the show notes below or visit tailscale.com and use promo code 9TO5MAC. Once you install and authenticate Tailscale on at least two devices, you can create your tailnet and get to work. Again, that's tailscale.com with promo code 9TO5MAC. MKBHD, uh, Marquez Brownlee, he published a uh, an update to a video from five years ago, which is a, a voice assistant uh, face-off of sorts on smartphones. Mm-hmm. So he compares Google Assistant on Android um Alexa as an app <laughs> on any phone, Siri as the iPhone voice assistant, and Bixby which is a reminder that's Samsung's voice assistant. It's sort of based on Google uh, Assistant. Bixby. Yeah. I, I was surprised. I've heard this. nothing uh, but good uh, things about Bixby, I think. Bixby's never hurt anybody, as far as I know. <laughs> <laughs> what, I, what I was surprised by in this story, he, he ran his first one in 2017, concluded that Google Assistant was the best in terms of the things that he, were, he was testing it for. Some of the things uh, that, that Siri would be better at are, you know, if you're in the HomeKit ecosystem, if you're in the Apple ecosystem especially, then Siri's capable of doing things that, that you, you know, otherwise couldn't do or couldn't do as well. Um, Alexa's rated pretty poorly because it doesn't have a phone of its own. The Fire Phone was a disaster and no one's like replacing Google Assistant with Alexa on their phone. Um, 
Bixby did pretty well because it had a lot of it fell back on a lot of the features that Google Assistant has because it's related. Um, but the thing where he, MKBHD concludes that, that the Google Assistant is still the best per his test and his context. Um, the thing that surprised me, though, is and check out the video. But uh, it, it when Siri was first announced in 2011, Scott Forstall shut off the iPhone 4S and demonstrated Siri. And the, the big kind of like what he called break breakaway. I forget his word, but he, he had crazy word. Break for out? No, no. <laughs> was, I'll, I'll remember by tomorrow, but I'll update you on it. But it was it was the fact that Siri could understand things in context. If you ask how's the weather outside, um, it would tell you. If you ask what is the low tomorrow, it would remember that you had asked about the weather outside. Um, similar things like that. So you could, you could go through step by step and add to it without um, having to do a, a whole new query each time. Um, Google Assistant in, in, in the test that uh, Marquez ran, Google Assistant got to step four and beyond of that, whereas Siri would fall apart on the fourth step. So I was that's what I was surprised by because it was one of the initial things that Siri was um, highlighted as, as being good at. Um, but uh, Google Assistant seems to be doing it better, which, you know, I, I'm not going to change from an iPhone for it, but I would like to see Siri be as good as the Android thing. So, sure. Yeah, I was impressed with the Google Assistant because I, I had a Google Home Mm. Uh, was it the dot or what they're called? Not the mini. I think they're called dots or whatever. Or is that Alexa? Is that the, they're called dots. Yeah, I don't know. The small, the small Google Home. The little puck. Looks like it looks like an air freshener. Yeah, like it looks like a it looks like a, a, a you know whatever. Uh, yeah. And I was I was always impressed with it. Like it was always actually like really good, and I used it way more than my than my Siri, uh, than my iPhone. But like, I like. I don't know, it's just like Siri is always going to be my number one thing because it's linked in with all my other stuff. Like I don't have to, Sorry. you know. My parents Seriously. use Alexa. So like you know like it, it's nice, but like it's never gonna be as good as Siri because it's not linked in with my uh you know all my Apple stuff. Yeah, Siri's on your body. So uh, Siri's legitimately on my body right now. It's <laughs> the most intimate voice assistant ever. Uh, going through the headlines some more. Uh, Apple TV Plus has a promotion where the first season of a. Uh, Lots and lots of shows are available for free. So, for example, you could watch the first season of Ted Lasso for free, the first season of For All Mankind for free, um, Prehistoric Planet, which is only one season, The Morning Show. These are uh, available for free, which is pretty cool. So you don't have mm-hmm. to, to even bother with a free trial for this. There's You, you just open the TV app, I believe, and, and check it out. So that's neat. It's a promotion. It's going to um, run through January 3rd. So you've got to get to binging now. <laughs> I cannot... I cannot say enough how much I love For All Mankind. So. Yeah, and, and apologies if that actually isn't on the list. I'm sorry, but I didn't see it in the article now that I look at it. But I oh. think that it will be there. If not, <laughs> buy it on Blu-ray. I don't know. Well, if not, um, just get just get the free trial because it's good enough for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Seth, you you. <laughs> this is totally equal to the problem that you had over, over your uh, December break. You had your tires your wheels wheels and tires stolen from your honda civic in washington dc that was pretty cool well guess what happened to it was me? great oh what <laughs> happened to you over christmas break uh, or christmas weekend even um i lost the the paint on my macbook air <laughs> the midnight macbook air m2 it was a new thing oh, man those those concerns are are so equal to each other so equal yeah so equal to <laughs> each other i think, the, actually, I think my, one of my tires costs more than your macbook but it's, it's okay it's okay yeah yeah so so i, I 
my kid was gifted an air hockey table, a toy air hockey table. And uh, of course, nothing comes with batteries anymore. And so um, my stepmom that had gifted him the air hockey table, she put a mixture of old batteries inside. And she even made a joke. It says not to mix new and old batteries. Well, these are all old. Ha ha ha. <laughs> like, okay. So then <laughs> just say mix old batteries, just send the, don't mix new and old ones. So she technically is correct. Yep. So I put my MacBook, uh, I, I was doing some writing and I was finished and I put it uh, in the front seat of my car. I was leaving pretty soon and then i um went to the car we were leaving i put the toy air hockey table in the front seat as well drove about 15 minutes to my sister's house uh we were talking inside my brother-in-law was talking about some home kit stuff so he's just got a new, new house they do they're putting a lot of smart home stuff inside so i went out to grab my macbook air so i could look at you know safari on bigger than my phone and i got frustrated because there was like some sticky stuff on the, the lid it was like oh no soda spilled on it or something like my kids drink whatever that's this, this is i'm gonna go wipe it off and this is frustrating um and then i wiped it off with a paper towel a wet paper towel and then so came the paint so <laughs> battery acid had leaked onto this onto the uh uh anodized surface and uh it looks pretty pretty bad in a bad way I don't so know, it looks to... kind of cool it looks like a, it like it looks like a really cool d brand skin I mean, and I did order a debranchin as the fix for it because it would cost to replace the entire lit top lid of the uh, MacBook Air, and I think that's a little bit much for the purpose of just the way now it looks. Cool so, looking, now you have a cool looking skin on your on your MacBook. So. <laughs> well, you know, I found the similarity. I found the similarity in our stories. Yeah, we what, both what? have civics. <laughs> <laughs> and we both use Max. There we go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, uh, and we're not the only ones having technical issues over the uh, <laughs> over the month of December. Apple has pulled the new HomeKit architecture uh, from iOS 16.2. I'm not sure if we had mentioned this uh, or not from last week, but the uh, there's a statement on on why they pulled the 2.0 or all new architecture for HomeKit that was available in iOS 16. Point two. The reason is, this is from Apple, we are aware of an issue that may impact the ability for users to share the home within the home app. A fix will be available soon. In the meantime, we've temporarily removed the option to upgrade to the new home architecture. Users who have already upgraded will not be impacted. Okay. This re- <laughs> I don't know any more than that. That's the Apple statement. Um, this reminds me of, in 2018, a, a Twitter friend and 9to5Mac creator contacted me late at night and said what's your apple id just the email address and i told him because i knew who it was and then he said watch this and he opened my garage door and turned off my bedroom lights and i was like oh no it's really creepy and he had found a (laughs) vulnerability where if you have the person's email address which is totally public information you know people people use email out out in public um then you could access their home kit stuff and uh, oh. I talked talk to Apple about it. You know, told them I was going to report on report it, and they're like, "Well, we really want you to wait until it's fixed." Um, so I gave them a week or so, and there was no progress. And um, eventually, we said, well, "We we have to run it. We can't wait until it's fixed." You know, it's we're a news organization, not a you know partnered bounty program member or something. So um, we ran the story, and in the same day, um, maybe even the same like hour, we might have coordinated it back then, but they stopped allowing you to share your home with other users so you couldn't invite people to your home to have a shared home kit experience and then once that was turned off then they had more time to fix the vulnerability this reminds me of that i don't know if that's the case but i'm just going to put it out there (laughs) it wasn't at that time i mean they said it was an issue well i guess we disclosed all of it but you know the fix was turning off the ability to share (laughs) maybe 
Maybe this is it. I mean, we we had speculated before. Uh, I think even on on uh, the Happy Hour podcast that that maybe this could be about um, just the experience of some people having uh, buggier experience, some people having better. But this because of this specific issue where people may not have been able to even share their home in the home map that that was an issue that they're fixing. So we'll see. When they say that users who have already upgraded will not be impacted, that's curious too. That makes me think that they have turned off something and that if you've already done it, then you've already done it. So I, <laughs> that's all we know. <laughs> if, you've, if you've done it, you're, you're, you have your issues. So yeah. Just... Yeah. Yeah. Well, Seth, I got to tell you, I was thinking, you know, this is a, a slow day, slow week. It's the last week of the year. Pretty cool. Uh, I thought maybe we could do like five or six minutes, maybe get out of here before we hit 15 minutes. And, uh, and we're coming know. up on what, 19 minutes right now? Yeah, we are. So this what happens on the space so with that, podcast is the same way. <laughs> yeah. So with that, uh, we're going to end it today. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, I'm have been your host, Zach Hall. Seth, you are uh, what's what's your Twitter handle? Seth Kurkowski. Seth Kirk, and uh, that's, that's K U R K, but uh, no, no I. It's spelled it's spelled weird. It's also on post as well. So follow me on post. Cool, nice, and uh, you know, I tell you what, we'll be back tomorrow. Bye, everybody. <laughs>